When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Yes, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You can hear us on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can call us at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We are coming to you live Let's from go. the Seaport District, Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. So we owe it to everybody. It's hump day, damn it. It's Wednesday. Yes. Pick up the energy. Fight through the week. As soon as I get more coffee in me, that was exactly over. what will happen. What do you mean the week's over? It's Wednesday. It's over with because by the time you get to Thursday, well, uh, out here, Friday <laughs> is a vacation day. So you know what they call Friday? <laughs> Friday light. When you, when you, you're like, where's the traffic on Wait. a Friday? Friday light because everyone takes work off early and they're out. Key, uh, real quick question for you, just because you weren't here when Max and I had this quick debate. I, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, which is the best day for you? Probably Friday. Yeah. Well, yeah, fr- Friday and Saturday, but probably Friday. Yeah, right. So Friday oh, one, Saturday two, then Sunday three? Saturday one, Sunday two, we, we Friday were- three. Yeah, this is this is why I don't understand. Max. The reason uh, reason is because on Friday, there's no stress. <laughs> what I tell you, Max? I, mean, I hear you, but on Sunday you. I'm sleeping in. I don't have to do anything all day, see, see, and you, I got football. No, but on Sunday there's stress because of course, I now got to get yeah. ready for Monday. Yes, and prepare and the time, and I can't wait. I can't miss. You can't the game can't, you can't stay you, up man. late. And Thank you. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. It, it becomes Thank a stress you. thing. That's why I told it, Max. It, I told Friday, Max that Friday is a day where it's like, oh, I, it's like I'm about to go on vacation. All yeah, those Friday, paid. Like, yeah, all those work, things are true. However, on Friday there's no getting around it. You're waking up and you're going to work. On Sunday you're not. Yeah, you can stay not, up late on Friday. Really you have the weekend in front of you. It's true. Or going to work on Sunday, Max. Because I gotta. If we're talking about okay, doing the season and whatnot, yeah, you got stuff to do on a Sunday. Yeah, I gotta work on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I'm watching games. I'm taking mental notes. But, I'm either at yeah, a game, Max, traveling. I gotta work. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> but for most people, like su- watching football, not a job. We talking about us. Okay, fine. But it's not a jo- Sunday is not a job. Even though I gotta watch, but I'm happy to be watching. The thing that kills me is Sunday night football. Because then Monday we're getting up early. That's the killer. Whereas whether f- it's whether it's Sunday morning, afternoon, or night, you're still working. You work because you got to pay attention. Yeah, it's true. You can't just For go. Us it's true. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do Sunday night. And I'm no, you got to know the ten o'clock game. The one o'clock game, but it's oh, but you're still 15. off. For us, it's still off camera. You're still working, but not it. performing. You're still fighting fr- for it. No, not I, I take Sunday over Friday every day. The, no way. The, the bottom line is on Sunday I'm sleeping in. It's one of the few days I get to sleep in and get and catch up on my. You gonna sleep in if you watch the damn game? In. Sleep is I'm overrated. Sl- sleeping in key. I'm up at at the latest four Wah. in the morning during the week. Wah. On a Sunday I can sleep till I'm eight o'clock. But how you gonna watch a game on Sunday and you sleep? 
No, I'm saying I can see someone sleeping in like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. This ain't the West Coast. It's not the games that start at 10 a.m. They start at 1 p.m. Even I'm not getting to wherever I'm going to watch the game at 1 p.m. You know what I'm getting to? I got to get there nice and early to set it up right. I'm getting to my couch. (laughs) I'm not going nowhere. I'm going to my couch, and I'm putting Uh, on a You're boring. There's no better feeling than Friday getting paid, getting off of work, and you're just mentally escaping. Yeah, There's no better on Friday, feeling. It's a, it's a good what? feeling. You get paid on Friday? Well, no. Most people get paid on Friday. We'll I got paid on Friday thought, before I got this job. Are we talking job. about us or are we talking about most people I get paid on Thursday, now. which makes Friday even better. There we go. How about that? I wake up Thursday. Fridays, I wake up Friday I underst- and I look at my bank account. I, un- I feel great. I understand the <laughs> argument for Friday. It is both, one, that there's no stress. You have the whole weekend in front of you. You're not, and two, because Saturday's off, you could stay up late and not pay for but it. But Saturday's not day. off for me. You keep saying Saturday. But that's off. the basic Friday argument: is that I, you I, get to sleep in I, on a Saturday. The only time yeah. I get to relax is on Friday because Saturday, my ass is watching college football, or I'm at a college game and I'm taking mental notes and I'm paying attention. And then I have to roll it over into Sunday. But for Friday, most I don't people, have to do that's anything. not the case. Like, yes, for you, Key, that is the case. For mo- when we're talking about what is the better day, in most jobs, He's you don't have to do that on Saturday. He always does. Yeah, most, you don't, people, most, people, you don't. most people called into the show and, that and said is that because Friday was their favorite day. It was payday. That, what that, and they talked about can – I, can I finish my statement? Or apparently not. Apparently they not. They keep trying to talk over me. Apparently they, you can. It, it was Friday. It was their apparently payday. Happy hour. And even though they had the work, yes. they were mentally checked out of work because yes. the weekend is approaching quickly. So All what that, you guys are saying is you want me to start implementing Friday afternoon meetings after the show. All that that huh? you'll be that, on there call by yourself. Yes. Huh? All that this means is that, unfortunately, for most people, that the stress or the anticipation of something is better than the thing itself, right? Like I, that because Friday, oh, I'm anticipating all this stuff that's going to come. But meanwhile, you're up early, you're working all day. Sunday, oh, but I'm anticipating it's going to be over. But meantime, you get to sleep in and do what you want. But all I'm day. not working all not day you, on Friday. Key, Max. I mean one. No, not you in general. I'm not working all day because I'm checking out on Friday. I'm just chilling. Nobody well, does like anything. That's every day for Max. When you, I like that's to give Max, Max, when you were in school, on Friday. When you were in school, Max, yes. when you were in college, you did not have a class on Friday. Oh, it's damn right. Right? Most Fridays, You did true. not. That's there right. Go, and then out. on top of that, if you were in high school and you had a class or junior high on Friday, that was a quiz or something, and then pretty much you were done getting ready to go play sports on a Friday night or basketball. Well, Jay and me, but <laughs> you were getting ready to do something. I had, I had plans on a Friday night. Don't worry about it. Other plans. Yeah. As an adult, most people, it is true, seem to value Fridays over Sundays, and that is because I think of the anticipation I discussed and because you get to stay up late and party. But to me, I would rather have the whole day off to me where I don't have to physically go anywhere, where I could do basically what I want and sleep in. I value that. And by the way, be with the family. Like, I value that stuff. But maybe not. All right, Lazy does. Max. That's right. That's right. Sleep I in. Like sleep in. What time is sleeping in? Eight? Jason, yeah, man. That's four more <laughs> hours than I normally get. Jason in Ohio. You're on with Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Morning, guys. Hey, Key, man, I remember this conversation. It's TGIF. Every week, man. It's not about Saturday, Friday. It's that anticipation, you know. It's like Christmas Eve. Thank you. Yep. Rather Thank drive, you, Jason. Rather drive. See, rather rather saying. have the drive over to her house than actually be in the house. I got it, everybody. Listen, 
here's the, here's the point. That's what, that's what people are saying. No one cares. You like about to your drive over better. Which quarterbacks are their team's biggest Achilles heels? We talk a lot about Jimmy G, and but he's not going to be the reason you get there. He just maybe won't mess it up, or he'll help you. The Mac Jones or whoever you want a quarterback who's the reason he's going to get you there. Those are the best quarterbacks, right? But which quarterbacks are actually the reason their team isn't going to be better than they are? That's going to hold their team back. That's going to kill them in the moment of truth. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius, XM Channel 80, ESPN2. We're presented by Progressive Insurance and are about to play real or not real. This are, these are QBs who are their team's biggest Achilles heel. This is the reason they won't win. Pat, take it away. Guys, real or not real, Mac Jones is the Patriots' biggest Achilles heel. Not real. Not real. Not real, real at all. Yeah. I think it I think it's gonna be uh I think it's gonna be collectively as a group, as a team. What are they? Do they have enough playmakers on both sides of the ball? I think that's what it's gonna be. It won't be because of Mac. You see, I'm with you, Key. I'll say not real. Uh, just because I, he had a really good rookie year, 22 TDs, 13 interceptions. And when you have the GOAT on the sidelines that can minimize the mistakes that you make because he puts you in positions to succeed, it's not real. Yeah, I don't think it's real. I think um, Tom Brady hurt it for a lot of quarterbacks, right? Like, well, if you can just kind of manage the game, then you should go on to be the greatest of all time. That's not going to happen, right? And then also I think Josh Allen hurt a lot of quarterbacks because his, uh, his progress has been so ideal that everyone's expecting – that's like the ideal. That doesn't happen for everyone just like that. But I think Mac Jones has had a nice rookie season, and I think he's going to get better. Real or not real, Daniel Jones is the biggest Achilles heel for the Giants. Keel, start uh, with you. I would say real. I think whenever you have a 
quarterback, but if you don't have a quarterback, you're in trouble. And I think for him, this is a big year. He's got to show promise if he wants to get an extension, if he wants to, you know, stay with the Giants, for instance. But Tyrod Taylor's sitting right in the wings, and they all know it. Brian Dable can't wait to pull that trigger in week six. <laughs> Kid, ain't no worse feeling in sports in general when you know you got the spot, but there's another dude right behind you who is just hungry, who you know is waiting for the spot. And for a guy who turns the ball over for 37 starts throughout his career an alarming 37 times he's fumbled the ball, it does feel like it's a matter of time before T.T. is in that spot to take that spot from Daniel yeah, Jones. I, yeah, it could be. I think, as I said, in a parallel universe, <laughs> time. In a parallel universe, Tyrod Taylor is a franchise quarterback for someone, and he's thought of much differently than he is in this universe because he's good. I don't yeah, think- I was laughing because you was like, uh, you know, the worst feeling in the world for somebody to take that spot. I'm sitting over here going, <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. I, no idea. <laughs> the luxury of key. Anyway, yeah, I don't think Daniel Jones is the biggest Achilles heel. They have so many problems. You don't think on he's that. the biggest Achilles heel? Nah, because I don't. I don't think he's an Achilles heel just because, like, we'll see. He's never been in a good situation. So let me ask you this question: yeah. so What is the biggest Achilles heel? I, I, there's so many problems on the Giants because Gettleman buried them. That now the new regime is going to take a year or two to dig them out, and then we'll find out. So if you so if I put Justin Herbert in that position mm-hmm. and Daniel Jones and the Giants, then what? Oh, then I feel a lot differently. I'll tell you that. Much. You don't <laughs> even believe what you just said. No, I but because every day you come on here, you're talking about Daniel Jones be, and all the quarterbacks. Would they be would they be better if Jimmy Garoppolo was their quarterback? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so he's Achilles heel then. <laughs> I just feel like an Achilles heel should be the thing that's holding them back, not just like, hey, you need to get better there. And there are a lot of things holding them back right now. No, they gotta work I didn't on. say yeah. get better there. I said if Jimmy Garoppolo was their quarterback, but I, still match, th- I don't think they'd be good. Would yet. they be better? They'd be better, but not good. Okay, okay but we're but, saying the same thing, but we have a different no, we're not view. Saying the same we're saying the same thing. Achilles heel to me is this is the reason you're messing up right now. There are a lot of reasons. Is it one of the biggest reasons? I can't say that yet. I got to see this season. This guy. This guy in his own brain. Go ahead, Ben. Uh, This was just personal because I'm tired of all the hype. Real or not real, Josh Allen is going to be the biggest Achilles heel for the Bills this year. Not not real to me. Not real. It is real. It's real. And here's the reason why it's real. There's no more Brian Dable. The training wheels are completely off. He should have a grasp of the system, the offense, and everything with first-time offensive coordinator and Ken Dorsey calling the play. So it's going to be all on Josh Allen to get them in and out of bad plays to understand what the defense is going to be. He's got to be a major coach on the field now because he has a rookie offensive coordinator. They're going to go as far as he takes them. He will hold them back if he doesn't play well. But doesn't that make it not real key? Because I understand that they might be over-reliant upon him to do everything, but their lack of the running game and being committed to that. And I know that they got James Cook out of Georgia. Hopefully he adds to the backfield. But their lack of commitment to that portion of their offense is what makes it feel like that's more of an Achilles heel than Josh Allen. Well, to be Achilles heel, because if Josh Allen plays poor or doesn't play like he's played over the last two years because he's the quarterback of the team, it will probably come down to him playing good or bad, whether they win games. But an Achilles heel, it's like this thing is invin- is invulnerable, except there's a little piece of armor missing from the heel, and you can go to go for that. 
So to me, that's not Josh Allen. Josh Allen is a big piece of the armor. It doesn't mean that he's going to be perfect to win the Super Bowl, but I can't say he's holding the team back, certainly not based on what he's done so far in his career. I think you have a better argument for Daniel Jones and the Giants, although, again, they, they got a lot of things holding them back. If, jo- if Josh Allen struggles, are the Bills going to the Super Bowl? No. But he hasn't struggled yeah. yet. But that, but Unless that, you're predicting. Yeah, that's but I'm you, key. But this is, are you predicting this is, he's going to struggle? I'm predicting it's not going to be smooth as it's been the last two years is what mm-hmm. I'm predicting. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, that, it, that, I'm not saying his talent. I'm not saying anything like that. What I'm saying is because of the important position that he plays for the team, and he's the guy that has essentially gotten his team to where they are on the offensive side of the ball. If he struggles, they're going to struggle as a whole. And that hurts because Brian Dable isn't there. He's essentially the offensive coordinator on the field. He is your Peyton Manning now. Here, look. Here's an Achilles heel to me. Carson Wentz on the Colts. Look, they're good. They got a run game. They got a defense. They got this, an offensive line. And in the moment of truth, he's going to kill you. That, to me, is an Achilles heel. Or if, 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 well, let's continue. Let's keep going. So Carson Wentz played well, Max. Will the Colts have done well? Yes. Yes. Okay, so that's the same thing I'm saying about Josh Allen. But Josh Allen has played well so far. Like, you know, Carson Wentz, in the moment of truth, has stayed messing up. Yeah, but in the moment of truth moving forward, will Josh Allen be the same guy or will he be something different? That's why I'm – Based on losing Brian Dable. That's why I asked you, would you predict, and based on your prediction – you have a right to say that he could be the Achilles heel because you predict that he could, he's going to hit some choppy waters based on the new environment. Are you guys done? Can we move on? Yeah. Great. All right. Real or not real, Q- QBs are their t- – let me try that again. Jeez. Real or not real, QBs who are their team's biggest Achilles what? heel, Carson Wentz. Didn't we just talk about that? For the Colts, but what about for the Commanders? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think he – yeah, because they brought him in. Yeah. It's real because they brought him in to fix their quarterback problems, and he's supposed to. And if he doesn't, if if they struggle and they look less than, it's because of him. 1,000%. I mean, he he is the reason. That is real. And this is something that's been following Carson Wentz since his time in the Eagles when Jalen Hurts won the position and all that stuff, and then him going to Indianapolis, not coming through to get to the playoffs. Once again, it's following him. It will never. It can't go until he proves it wrong. Yeah, Carson Wentz to me is is the example of an Achilles heel. You can have a strong team, and there's this one fatal flaw. And by the way, even he as a player is basically a strong player with a fatal flaw, which is terrible judgment when you need him the most to have good judgment. And and says yes to me. That's the, the definition of an Achilles heel. Commander should bring in Nick Foles. Tua Tonga Vailoa is he the biggest Achilles heel for the Dolphins? I think he is the biggest Achilles Hills for the Dolphins. It's real. People want to know what he is at the quarterback spot. They went out and got Tyreek Hill, Cedric Wilson from the Cowboys. We know about Jalen Waddle coming from Alabama. They got Desecki at the tight end spot. The defense under Brian Flores was good. I don't know what Mike McDaniel is going to do as an offensive play caller, but the quarterback position is still in question in Miami, and if they want to compete with the Bills into the Patriots in the AFC East, it's going to be on his shoulders. I think he's being framed as the Achilles heel, but, I mean, look, I don't really think he's gotten a fair shake. Uh, obviously, there was quarterback controversy. You talk about last year, Ryan Fitzpatrick back in games a ton. Didn't really allow Tua to learn through experiences. 
I don't know. I, I feel like they've gone through so many offensive coordinators. I don't feel like there's been stability, and now having two wide receivers actually allows him to showcase that talent. I'm going to say he's not because I have more faith in Tua than I think than a lot of people do. I like the progress he's made so far, but here's an example where if you predict he won't make progress, as Key is predicting with Josh Allen, given the changing circumstances, he could have a little choppy waters, then clearly Tua is the Achilles heel. That This one comes down completely to how you think Tua is going to progress this year, whether you think he will or not. If you think he will, you're good, and if you think not, Achilles heel, but I think he will. Couple more quick ones here. Real or not real? Ryan Tannehill is the Titans' biggest Achilles heel. No, I, I, not real. I don't think Ryan Tannehill is there. I think what it's going to have to, what it's going to be, it's going to be their receiving core. Um, Robert Woods on injury. We still haven't seen much of the kid that they drafted out of Arkansas. We got to see what he's about. I think when you look at them, though, they're a run-first oriented team. If Derrick Henry can stay healthy and they figure out how to stay solid on defense, you don't have to rely on. Ryan Tannehill to do much for you. Yeah, I would agree with you. But it, it, it does, even though I, I like Ryan Tannehill, he does kind of feel like one of those quarterbacks that in moments of truth, can he truly deliver the way you would like for him to? He didn't last year. You're wondering if that could change. Even though I know the bell cow, Derrick Henry, is going to get you there, can he get you slightly over that hump? And I don't. that's what makes him kind of feel like the Achilles heel. I mean, I hate to say it about Ryan Tannehill because he really was a reclamation project. Oh, he's a bust. No, no, actually, he's pretty good. I say yes. To me, that's an Achilles heel because I look at that team, and I think if Ryan Tannehill was Ryan Tannehill plus – you know, he really needed to have a good playoff game. You take the same dude, but he, he just doesn't give the team the game in the, in the playoffs. Maybe they're in the Super Bowl. So, to me, that's an Achilles heel because if he, ju- if, if he was better, that team would look like an absolutely stone-cold elite team based on the other things they have. But when they needed him to be better, he was worse. Yeah, he didn't play well down the stretch. He gave the ball to Cincinnati. <sighs> A, a couple of times, although one of them was a tip pass off the receiver's hands, yeah. but he still uh, could have played better for him. Real or not real, Kyler Murray is the biggest Achilles heel for the Cardinals. Not real. Not real. I think the biggest Achilles heel for the Cardinals, obviously, when they're full at full strength and healthy, is Cliff Kingsbury, the, the coach. I think when he understands and he learns, and it's probably taking some time for him to understand the pro game, it's not about – it's not about what he did in college. You've got to learn how to slow things down. And I think for him, in his early coaching career in Arizona, he didn't understand how to slow things down. They're throwing the ball when they're up by 10, not running the ball. They're doing certain things offensively that put them in harm's way to lose games. I think it's real. I think there's a lot of pressure on Kyler Murray to carry this offense, to keep them in contention, even until Hopkins returns after that six-game suspension. But the reason why I think he's in Achilles' heels – Health, guys, down the stretch. Can he be healthy? And for a quarterback, his size, his frame, I think that can bite you. I think, I think that that's right. But let me tell you that this, this is why I would never consider him an Achilles heel. He has an Achilles heel, which is his health, his size, basically, because he wears down. But to call him an Achilles heel on the team, they'd never be in a position to collapse down the stretch had he not been there in the first place. He's the whole offense. So I, I can't call the engine of a team who's, who's making you better than you ought to be an Achilles heel. I think what you identified is Kyler's Achilles heel, but I wouldn't call him an Achilles heel for the Cardinals. So isn't that the same for Josh Allen? 
It's the same. Well, I wouldn't call Josh Allen okay. an Achilles heel. Okay. No, no I, I called him Achilles yeah. heel. Yeah. And how come we can't call Kyler Murray Achilles heel? Because I'm not looking at it the same way Max is looking at it. Max is looking at it as he's wearing down and this, that, and the other. I'm not looking at it as him wearing down. I'm looking at in-game decisions made by Cliff Kingsbury at times mm. when they had leads. They were still throwing the football and not pounding it like you have to do in the National Football League. Cliff Kingsbury's gotten better at that as time went on to understand that this is not college football. You can't just throw it all over the lot and, and, and try to score, outscore the opponent by 50 points. It doesn't work like that, and I think he's done a better job at doing it. I want to see if he can continue to do that so the team can continue to move in the right direction. And see how I did that, Jake? Yeah, I see how you just twisted that. Well done. There you have it. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. And it is hot news or not news time, but with Diana Russini, ESPN NFL reporter. Diana, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you doing? Good to hear your voices. Always good morning, good to Don. see you. Roger Goodell, Diana, is looking for a full-year suspension for Deshaun Watson. Hot news or not news? I think it's hot news, guys. What a difference it would be is if the league was going to appeal this and he actually got a full year. Uh, you know, we're talking six games. Because, guys, let's just make it clear. No matter what happens here with the appeal process, Deshaun Watson is going to miss six games, right? There's been a lot of, I think, just rumors, maybe some bad reporting here and there. He's getting those first six games. That's happening. It's just a question of whether or not he gets any more. And I think what the commissioner, Roger Goodell, said yesterday about Deshaun Watson and really hearing him talk about what he thinks about the situation was really strong coming from the commissioner. So I think it's hot news that they want, to, that they want a full season. Absolutely hot news that they would look to have a full season. We saw in the beginning of all this, they recommended a full season. It didn't happen. He got the six games as of now, like Di said. But, look, the NFL is under a lot of pressure to get things right, to make sure that everything is right because they botched things in the past, and they certainly understand that. Plus, I think there is some little bit of pressure from the other 31 owners or a few of the 31 owners to punish the Cleveland Browns for that contract that they handed out to Deshaun Watson because it certainly has opened up a market 
place that the NFL certainly didn't want to have to go now. No doubt it's hot news, but really quickly, Diane, uh, do you think the Browns should go for Jimmy G or stick with Jacoby Brissett? Uh, I, th- I think they got to they gotta keep it open as an option. You know, Kevin Stefanski actually said that they have a plan for all these different scenarios. So I wouldn't take it off the table. Look, I think they're a little late to the game on it with bringing Jimmy in, right? Because what, what are we in August? But uh, at the same time, that offense that Kevin Stefanski runs isn't that different than what we see Kyle Shanahan do. So they could have some success. So I could see it working. Roquan Smith requests a trade from the Bears. Diana, hot news or not news? You know, Max, I actually don't think it's not news or or, or hot news. It's news. It's just not hot. Uh, Initially, when I saw the headline that he requested, I was like, oh, you know, because Roquan's the best player on the team. Maybe, Maybe, you know, top one, two. But I just think the value of the insider linebacker in the league and the way GMs and coaches are looking at it has changed so much. It's not like it used to be. So to me, it's really not hot news. It's it's only hot news because the Chicago Bears are looking to send a different culture, <laughs> set a different precedent in the organization, the way things should yeah. be. And I understand the money side of it, but if you're trying to build a foundation for the future with – with guys like Justin Fields and Roquan Smith and Jalen Johnson and keep a young nucleus together. This is a guy at a two-time All-Pro, not Pro Bowl, fifth selection, I'm going to play in it, and now I get it on my resume. I'm talking about actually an All-Pro guy, and the contract that they offered him, the language, the way it's structured, isn't ideal. I think they'll get something eventually done. It just won't be right this second. Yeah, I think this is all part of the negotiation process, and I would say it's hot news. Because you have a first-year GM in Ryan Poles who has to kind of figure out how to keep one of his signature young guys on this team. And it does bring into question, because I hear this from Bears fans all the time with the McCaskey family, like, okay, like, Akeem Hicks, like, we didn't extend him. Like, we lost Allen Robinson. Like, there's, there are a lot of players that sometimes fans want to keep because they're a part of the fabric, the DNA of the team, and I think he is one of them. I think – I know what you mean by it's news. It's just not hot, Diana, because to me – but for a different reason. Because – the Bears are so far away from being good. They got one piece that maybe they yeah. got right at a high level. That's the quarterback. But a defensive player who doesn't play a premium defensive position but is among the best at his position, what you could get for him now that you could use when Justin Fields is ready to win is probably also better for the team than a dude who at the point is 27-year-old inside linebacker. Yeah. So it is news. I don't know if it's hot. I agree with you, Max, on that and the value that they could get for him right now to get to get a guard, to get a receiver, right? Because those are areas of need for the Bears for the future that maybe this may turn out to be a little bit of a blessing for Chicago depending on how this works out. But, but right now, a lot of question marks with what, what the Bears are. Yeah. Yeah, plus if I had to choose positions, okay, you can only be great at so many positions. You have to be just good at other positions. I'd choose to be good at inside linebacker, great somewhere else if I could help it. So I, it's, just, it's just one of those positions in the modern NFL. Sean McVay announces he signed an extension with the Rams, Diana. Hot news or not news? I'm going to go with that it's hot news only because there was a time where we thought that maybe Sean would step away. He's... Obviously, only 36 years old. He's young, but 
Um, you know, I, I co- I've covered Sean for over a decade now, and he is such a grinder that I actually believe those rumors that he was willing to walk away from coaching, not because I question his passion at all. He, he has tons of it. Uh, it's just I, I know how much he puts into it, and it's almost superhero-like to put that much into into a career and be able to just live and, and, and have a family and, and function. Uh, so I just think the fact that he's found this sort of resurgence after winning a Super Bowl now and wants to stay coaching, and I think it's, it's huge because – you know, he could go down as being one of the, one of the greatest coaches. Not news at all. I mean, I understand what Dye is saying, <laughs> but it's not news because what did you expect, right? He won this damn Super Bowl. He's been to two Super Bowls since he's been the head coach in L.A. in five years. They're going to address his contract situation because you have to. That's just the reality of it. I win a Super Bowl. The next step is to pay me at the top of the game, and that's what happened. Especially key when they're odds on favorite to win another Super Bowl, potentially. And I guess, Di, the, the question I would have for you is, how is Matthew Stafford's elbow doing? Mm. Yeah, I mean, this goes back to, um, I'd say probably about mid-season last year. I remember I was covering the Rams and the Packers, and, uh, you know, I reported at the time that, you know, I sources sharing with me that, he was dealing with so many injuries with his back and elbow and arm, and he was fighting through. And I, I think you guys remember because we were talking about it a lot on the show because Matthew came out was like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And that, that's kind of who he is. He's always been like that. He's never going to pull a Baker Mayfield and come out and say, uh, you know, this is all my here. – here's a list of all my injuries. Uh, he's always kept that pretty quiet. And the Rams really want to keep that quiet. Uh, but in reality, I, guys, I think Matthew Stafford's always going to have to just live with the fact that he has these injuries. Uh, it's just going to be how serious is this going to be this season. And, and as of now, we, we don't know how, how serious this could be and if this could bleed into weeks one and two. But for, for right now, I know they're, they're being very cautious. Man, you hey, hey uh, Jay and Di, next time, like when, when – when, um... We try to figure out if coaches and players are getting new contracts and stuff like that. Here's a tip. Yeah. When they sell a house and buy a new house, you know that they got a deal done. (laughs) (laughs) That's the key. Sean bought that brand new house out here for all that money Mm. in the springtime. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're getting ready to pay. You know he's getting paid for a long time. Oh, you know he's getting paid. The same thing Matthew Stafford did, Aaron Donald. I'm like, oh, they're getting ready to get paid. It's so true. Now, 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 there is one exception. Uh, you guys haven't made one comment about the fact that I'm sitting in front of a new set for those listening oh. in their cars, perhaps. I, mm. I, I, on the TV side of this, I look very different today mm-hmm. because I moved, but I did not get a new hey. contract and I did not get paid. If anything, I've been, my salary's been slashed. What? <laughs> look at, first of all, what I like right away Baby, about Diana's so bookshelf is there are actually books on the bookshelf. That's good because a lot of there's footballs yes. too. Yes, but there are also books. Good for you, Diana. Not just like figurines or whatever people put what? on there nowadays. Yeah. Uh, or PlayStations. I'm an avid yeah. reader, so I. Yeah. I the thing yeah. is, you never know what books to put up behind you because everyone wants to know what you're reading. Yeah, and that's right. You have to show you, off. Like, too. oh, I hate yeah. that book. Why are you reading that? It's just even if you weren't an avid I, I, well, reader, let's it still work looks like on you this are. studio, guys. <laughs> exactly. It's like, <laughs> hey, I know, I know you probably don't look that smart, but these books, man, they really change the game for me. I'm, I'm actually a nerd. That's it. Um, 
McVay, by the way, guys, given his age and what he's done so far, has a chance to go down among the greatest who ever did it. If he can, if he can keep it up, right? Like it's like twelve years old. He's already got a Super Bowl championship. The great Diana Rossini, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, ESPN NFL extra- reporter extraordinaire. Thanks, Diana, as always. Thanks, Di. Thank you guys for having me. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C, ebikes.com. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. ESPN app, ESPN2. You can download the podcast. One app, one tap on in the, app, by the ESPN app you should have anyway. Um, Key, Jay? Yo. They got, I, I was happy for the Chicago Bears, and I was arguing for them to trade up in that draft to grab Justin Fields or Trey Lance, whoever was there. Cause, I didn't hear you arguing. When was that? Uh, oh, yeah, we first take days, Key. No, I'm messing with Max. <laughs> yeah. First take days, Key. That's the whole point of the show. But I was saying, hey, you, they should show. do it. You were on this show. No, no, not when, it ha- not when the trade happened, no. That was that when was it, when a no, trade Max happened. No, Max didn't join us for the summer. Yeah, 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 last summer. But when the draft happened, we talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Justin Fields, because the Bears have never had a great quarterback yeah, in yeah, the keep... modern era. Yeah, this is this is. So I've been on this show for a year now, yeah. right? Like I joined it about a year ago. So this is kind of a, I did a piece of the summer, a little bit last year, and then yeah, been you on wasn't on with us in the spring. No. No. During the draft, he wasn't Right, on no, the I wasn't show. on the show ah, during okay, okay. that draft. During no. the draft. Yeah, that's So what, that's uh, you I may have come on first crazy. take and we talked. I don't remember. But, but the point is, they never had a great quarterback in their whole modern history. Never. And Justin Fields, to me, eyeball test looked like he has some greatness in there maybe. You never can tell, but it looked like he checked a lot of boxes at a high level. Key, he was in a horrible position year one. I don't think the position is going to be much better year two. Is there concern whether it's Justin Fields' innate ability, the Bears' environment, or a combination of both that at a certain point, and we're rapidly approaching it, if this year it's not going to be much better, we have to be concerned about his progress? No, no, because he just, he just got to, he's got to get better individually at different things that he needs to work on and do. It, it, you can't worry about, like this isn't a situation where, 
he is going to uh, all of a sudden have a bad year and it's going to ruin his career that because his mindset is not like that. So I don't worry about anything happening to him psychologically where it carries over to year three, four, five, six, and seven, where he becomes a shell of himself uh, from Ohio State. I don't worry about that at all. Even though they change coaches, offensive systems, all of those sort of things, because the, his mindset is strong. He's strong in the mind, and that's all you need is a guy to be strong in the mind when things aren't going the way that they're supposed to go that he doesn't crack, and I don't see that happening to him. You see, Key, as a former player in any sport, I look at this, Max, as Justin Fields' rookie year. Mm-hmm. I mean, last year, Ryan Pace, Matt Nagy, philosophy, personnel decisions, that's different now. Splitting time with Anton Dalton, that's different now. Now you're under center for every snap. You're in a position of leadership. There are no questions in the locker room about who do I follow today? What's being said in the media today? So how Justin Fields handles this moving forward is dependent upon him, but also on Iberflus and Ryan Pohl. But that's I, I I totally agree with that. But that's what I'm saying. Like because the development of a player is not 100 percent on them because of their environment, their coaching staff. Their, if you're a quarterback, the offensive line, your receivers, so much plays into that. On the one hand, you can benefit, Key, I would think, from a year like that just because you've been around the league, you've seen things, the timetable really hasn't started for you yet. But on the other hand, something that's out of your control will have an influence on the rest of your career. You have less – the team has less margin for error hiring, coaching the the next head coach, the GM, the coaching staff. If they get that wrong again, suddenly – Justin Fields turns around, he's in year three and year four, and he's got to start over again? You could do him a dude's career that way. That's what I'm saying. Like, are we, uh, is Welcome he to being sports, put Max. in the right position? Key, is he being put in the right position at this point, Justin Fields? Well, this is his rookie year, though. <laughs> so they're burning this year. This is nothing to them. Next year, in his third year, but really his second year, we'll they'll out. have more money to spend in cap. Uh, uh, Chicago has always been a great destination for free agents. People don't mind going to Chicago to to play. They pay. So I I think he'll be fine in year three, four, and five moving forward. I'm not worried about him at all. What pieces do you get around him? That's why I talk about Roquan Smith. If you're going to trade him, you know, can you get a good guard? Can you get another wideout? Can you yep. get something around him to help him continue to progress? That's why the whole conversation about inside linebacker, do you pay him when the real exactly. shooting match here is your quarterback? Are the Cowboys the favorite in the NFC East? Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.